Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Don't just get stuck in one thing because you're going to want to grow your money, but you're going to want to grow your audience at the same time. So you're going to have to keep a close eye and see what's working for you to build your audience and what's not. So maybe your other priority is something else that helps you grow your audience that you need to shift your focus to. Welcome back to the podcast. This is another episode of BTS, Behind the Scenes of Building a Business. And I get the pleasure of recording these episodes with my incredible co-host, Lauren Kuhlman, who just so happens to also be my chief of staff for Light Pink. She's a freaking rock star. So we started these podcasts because we really want you to see the ins and outs and truly the behind the scenes of what is actually going on and what we're thinking and how we're building it. So you guys, we always want to take you with us and you're learning right alongside of us. Mistakes, highs, lows, all the things. So Lauren, welcome back to your show. (laughs) 
Oh, it feels so good to be back chatting with you about all these fun things. So we've got a fun day planned for you. We have some questions from you guys, which we're so excited about, about building a business. So Lauren, do you want to jump right into it? What are two questions that we're going to be covering are? Yes. So the first one comes from Lindsay Kirby and she wants us to just riff a little bit more on imposter syndrome, all the things. Okay. I love this because I don't think that you can start anything without having imposter syndrome come for you. And if you are starting something without imposter syndrome, it means that you've just started something that you already know what you're doing. So you didn't make an actual upward move. You probably made a lateral move, which isn't going to excite you. And you'll be looking for your next upward move. So imposter syndrome is simply a sign that you are evolving because you shouldn't know what you are doing in your next big thing. Like if you're going for the big thing, you should absolutely feel like a fish out of water. What do you think, Warren? I agree with you 100%. And I think that you have to get so uncomfortable in order to grow and to evolve in your life. So you want to find imposter syndrome in everything that you're doing. And you want to always be looking for ways that you're getting uncomfortable, whether it's people around you or going to a new event or getting this new idea that feels maybe completely crazy that not everybody else is doing because that's where maybe like the gold is going to be. So, yes. Okay. I have a question for you because you have, you know, there's new projects for her and I every single day for Lauren and I, and majority of them, I'd say 99% of them right now are new. We don't have the answer and it's literally being presented to us as if it's the first time we've ever heard it, seen it, or maybe even heard these things that we're supposed to understand or know. So Lauren, like right now you have a couple projects in the pipeline of really helping us, you know, lock in our licensing and and going through everything that we need to do for our licensing. So did that make you feel like an imposter not knowing or how do you see? So the difference is, is a lot of people feel like an imposter if they don't know how to do something or questions are asked of them that they don't know. So can you share with me the approach that you take that doesn't make you feel like an imposter and just has you take action? Like, what do you think that mindset is when you're approaching these things? Is it like that you take interest or what is it? Ooh, I love that one. Well, for me, at least it is definitely interest. And I like get really excited about getting a new challenge and learning something new. So it's like, it kind of just leads you down the rabbit hole where you're like, okay, this is one thing that I don't really know anything about. So Let me learn one small thing about it, which will lead me to another thing. So it doesn't make me feel like an imposter. And I don't feel scared to ask questions to the people who I work with in licensing or whoever it is, maybe our CFO team or our supply chain consultant. I don't feel like I'm expected to know everything. So I'll ask questions, but I don't feel like an imposter. I just feel like no one's judging me. No one is expecting me to know exactly what to do, but they know that I will figure it out and get it done. So if you're in something new and you know that you're going to figure whatever it is out and have what it takes to get it done, then maybe don't look at it as imposter syndrome in a way, rather just look at it as this is a new thing. I'm really interested and curious because this is expanding me and I'm going to learn so much, which is going to make me so successful to push this new thing out. Same with supply chain, same with digital advertising, all of those things, you're not going to know every single thing about your business or a role that you're in in a company. And that's the purpose. You shouldn't be just getting a role that you're 
that's not expanding you or growing you, whether you're working for somebody else or you're starting a business, you should be in a role that's challenging you and making you grow. Because if you're not, you're probably not happy in your role (laughs) or in your career path. So I think that's a good question because I think imposter syndrome is good, but look at it in the way of just being curious and knowing that you're going to do whatever it takes to figure it out. Okay. So what I heard you say literally is it's the perspective in which you look at when imposter syndrome comes to you or new things come to you. So you have a very enthusiastic, okay, if, if this is challenging, this must mean growth, which has never been a bad thing, right? It's always been a good thing. Like, yes, it's uncomfortable, but a new challenge means massive growth means you're warding off that feeling that I think we're all trying to run from, which is, boredom or discontentment. So really looking at imposter syndrome as, oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. Here's the opposite feeling that I was looking for. It's just coming in a different form. Like people don't realize that a satisfying, fulfilling life comes in the form of feeling contrast, which is imposter syndrome is the opposite of comfort syndrome, (laughs) where we're depressed having imposter syndrome is the first sign that you're in the right spot. So that's all I can tell you guys is like, if it's showing up as imposter syndrome, it just needs a new name. It just means that you're getting into the rooms and the places that you're meant to be in, in order to become the person you were meant to be. So I love that. Lauren, what's our next cue? Love that so much. And it's such a good, successful feeling on the other side of that too. Mm -hmm. So good. So the next question is from Lori Moser and she says, What do you tell yourself to keep going and making progress every day when every single step is new and you have so many steps to get there, you don't know where to focus at times, such as your email list, building a website, doing an opt-in, starting your blog? Lori, this is so good. Such a good question. So, you know, we all feel this way. Lauren and I feel this way right now. (laughs) And it's like, a lot of times everything is going to feel like it needs to be done all at once, but you actually have to write everything out and say, okay, I could do an opt-in, but if I do an opt-in, where are they going? Does my website need to be up for an opt-in or can I actually have a PDF that once they opt-in, I literally just have a simple web page right now that sends them this PDF that sends them something of value. So I can start building my list right now while I build my website. So the ultimate idea for me, what I really think people need to prioritize is getting audience first. So what is the main thing that will number one, get audience or, okay, let's, I'm just going to back up the truck for one second. (laughs) Depending on where you are in your career, if you need money right now, the number one thing that you do is the thing that has the path of least resistant to make sales. For me, that was messages in the DM to sell something like one-on-one coaching or to sell something like group coaching that didn't even require a website, right? So what is the quickest, easiest way for me to make money so that I can now focus on building an opt-in that goes to the easiest possible thing that creates new audience? Because we all know that without audience, there is zero money. Even if you've built the most beautiful website, even if you've spent the last five years creating a life-changing product, if there is no one to pitch it to, you have a failing product or a failing course or a failing business. So I do think it's in terms of get the money in if that's your number one. Number two is lead magnet or an opt-in or something that starts building your list even more. 
And then number three is these other things that don't make the money right away, but that you do need fundamentally for your business. So it's knowing what like comes first, right? You know, Lauren, like with all of our stuff, it's kind of like, it almost starts to show itself. Like what is the most important and when? I know that you do some different things with timeline. Is there anything that pops out for you that helps you decipher where your energy should go every week? Oh, and it always shifts. So that's a good thing that you brought all this up. Like focus where your biggest priority is if you need the money or the audience, but know that it will keep shifting over time and focusing, like you said, the path of least resistance. But one thing always leads to another and they're going to keep shifting. So I think it is helpful to write everything out and like put it in a visual bird's eye view that you map out like from today through maybe the next couple of months and see what your biggest focus is, but then see like, okay, once I hit this milestone, how does it trigger this other lever? And how does that trigger this other thing? So you're kind of moving different needles at the same time with each other and finding a system that works for you, whether you're just writing on a piece of paper or you're putting it in some type of Gantt charts tracker thing that you see, however you see visually best. But I would say, don't just get stuck in one thing because you're going to want to grow your money, but you're going to want to grow your audience at the same time. So you're going to have to keep a close eye and see what's working for you to build your audience and what's not. So maybe your other priority is something else that helps you grow your audience that you need to shift your focus to. Mm-hmm. You know, something that I watch you do really well is and other teams that we're working with too, because obviously we have to all figure out how to work together and stay on a timeline is just that. Like, create timelines for things like, okay, if we're going to, you know, have this website built, it's going to be built by this day and get this, all of the milestones plugged in for everything that you need along the way, as much as you can possibly plan out. Meaning there's going to be a lot of unforeseen things that come up, but you just plan those as you go. Like, yes, there's going to be problems. There's going to be things that you didn't expect, but those just get worked in as they pop up. But trying to plan as much as you can for the first project, like the priority project. And then also looking at what is next and what else is important. So let's say you want to grow your website or not grow your website, sorry, build your website, get that all plugged in, get those important dates plugged in by when do you want something done? By when do you need these things? By when are you going to have this executed and this content for it done? So get it all plugged in. And now you know how much bandwidth you have next or left for another project. So then maybe you want to be texting your text list every single day. So How do you plan in, you know, weekly content to create these texts for every single day? And then how are they going to get out? And then who's going to respond to them? So start plugging in all of these things. And that's going to be your first sign of, can you do this alone? And if you can't hire someone yet, you can't overschedule yourself. So that'll let you know how many projects you can take on in between all of the different things that you're doing. And it'll also let you know when you need to hire. Yeah, it's going to shift your priority because if you're like, okay, I can't hire I need more money to hire, then that's going to be your focus again. Like, how do you get that money instantly? Maybe exactly. it's different too. That's not even based on this project. It could be completely different, like a second little part-time job or selling something or whatever it is to get that money to then go back to this chart. So yes, plugging in reverse engineering and then seeing where you have the space. Like once you hit this milestone, you'll have the space to add this thing in. That's so awesome, Lauren. So it's never a, I don't know what to do or I can't go on. I'm kind of stuck. It's always, oh, I'm stuck. What do I need to do now? 
So it's never a, this is an end point. Like, oh, I ran out of money. I can't hire people. I ran out of time to work. It's never that. It's always, okay, here's a stopping point. What do I need and what does that look like? Do I need to hire someone? I don't have the money. Okay, where do you get the money from? If you don't know where to get the money, what are people doing for money right now? Just like you said, like, what are the side jobs? So for us, it's never a stop sign. It's never a stopping point. It's always a, okay, well, what's another way? (laughs) What's another path? What else do we need to do? Because when I look at everything, it never ends and it never goes away. It just shifts like exactly like what you said, Lauren, like it's just shifting. And I think the best entrepreneurs are the people who shift the fastest and just pivot, like pivot as fast as you can and figure it out. And, you know, you don't even know what's going to work. Like, well, I, I feel like as an entrepreneur, you just throw Hail Marys every single week. Like, I don't know. Let's try it. Let's just, you know, what do we have to lose? We're already at the stopping point. So now like Hail Marys are the way to go. Like just try everything. Just try new things. Try things that other people said don't work. If you think it's going to work for your business, like you have to get really creative. So I hope this episode helped you guys. I hope that you also send in your questions. Lauren, where do they send their questions to? So text the word light, L-I-T-E, pink to 310 four nine six eight three six three just ask your question and we will shout you out on one of the upcoming episodes you guys are amazing we are so grateful for you and we will see you on the next episode bye everyone bye Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for 
for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.